we just thought to take a little time out to thank the Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for season six. Thank you. Who would have thought a podcast could be a gift? Really? That pressing B could spiritually uplift to simultaneously give a Pharisee fits. <laughs> all in all, you the one controlling it. So, the Lord is my shepherd. I can't go skit. So, this new pot life is like a skit, though. A lot of people swinging. I didn't even throw a pitch, though. Uh, forehead is flint, what I'ma flinch for We all gon' repent for what we did So, I'ma keep it moving, ain't no stripper or no cussing Gonna ruin what we doing, we are dwelling in communion Assignment is different, dwellers get the sentiment Vulnerability's my superpower, how many feeling it? Thank you Lord for this influence Without you, influence just don't make sense Nah What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Basement. I am your host, Tim Ross. I hope you're all doing well. I love you guys. This is a solo dolo. We out here, no guests, just chilling, talking about whatever, getting into whatever uh, with my producers, Juliana's in the building as well. We chilling. We out here. So shout out to Press B. Shout out to The Dwellers. Shout out to The Promoters. Shout out to Cash App to PayPal. I love you guys so much. And um, thank you guys so much for your support. It just means a lot. We get to do this. We get to continue to create and have a safe environment where people can give us the gift of our vulnerability. That's what we want above all. Anything that we get into, um, you can agree, disagree, but just know it's a safe place. Um, even, even sometimes when we in the chat on the live chat, you know, we got some people that come in there, they disagree with what we talking about and they can disagree. The thing is when they like spam it, you know what I mean? Like if you, if you just going to spam your disagreement, like you said your piece, like we heard you the first time you'll get put on timeout. Yeah. By Sammy or 619. I've gotten in the habit of just saying like, Hey dude, clearly you don't like our content. (laughs) Yeah. And you can carry on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we love you. Yeah. And you can leave. Yeah. It would be like going to like a pep rally for like a high school game at like 12 noon, which is usually when pep rallies are like around lunchtime. But like somebody from the other school like comes to the pep rally and then boos for the whole pep rally. Yeah. Boo! Boo. And everyone else is confused. Like, what's happening? Why? Do you even go to this school? It's a good Mean Girls reference. No, I don't go to this school. I hate this school. But I just came to say I hate this pep rally and I hate your mascot. Then why are you here? Because I can be. My guy, you're in the wrong place. And we got the best mascot. We got that parrot. We got that Australian hitter. Christ King. Christ King. Yeah. Christ King the parrot fam. Listen, so like like that that that's what it is to me. It's like I don't mind within the court like like again, there's a difference between a community and an audience, right? Yes. We, we 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 have the people that are in the in the live chat. That's that's community. Those people th- those are those are your community dwellers. You know what I mean? They're saying what's up to everybody. They've been praying for each other and all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden somebody comes in um that's not a part of the community. Now here's the thing, when you're in a safe community, you don't have to be a part of it to visit it. Yeah. Or to even like I I made a wrong turn. Right. And I came into a community, right? You know what I mean? 
sometimes you make a maroon turn, you hit a gate, right? Because it's a gated community, and it's the gate's letting you know you can't come in here. Other times you can make a wrong, wrong turn, your car can get shot up. That's a different community. <laughs> we don't even call them communities. We call that the hood. They don't even get the word neighbor in front of it. The, it they drop neighbor because there are none. It's just hood, right? So, so the 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 like this is a safe community. Like you can turn down our street, right? Jump into our live chat and be like, I don't particularly like what you're talking about. I don't like what you said. I don't like your perspective on this. And it's like, okay, cool. Understood. Thank you. It's safe enough for you here, right? Um, I'm not going to fall victim to groupthink and all that kind of stuff. I, I listen to opposing opinions all day. Opposing beliefs. I talk to people. I'm, I'm in a relationship with people. So, um, but, but when they start spamming the same thing, but what about, but what about, but what about, but what about, then they start like going at all the other people and like, all I'm doing is saying a statement. I understand why I can't even make my statement. It's like, you made it 52 times though. Well, we won't let you make it 52 times. You made it five. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Then you got on timeout and then you got banned and it's not even a shadow ban. And then you made another YouTube account and then you came back on and you came back statement. on as uh, uh, thirsty theology. Thirsty <laughs> theology. Thirsty Theology 303. <laughs> freak Theologian. <laughs> Not Freak Theologian. <laughs> hey, Tim, can I just share with the... I do want to say thank you for the way you've led in b building the community. Because yeah, sure. um, a, t a testimony out of it, like, it just became so real to me, was uh, this Saturday I was helping my dad sell some food that he was cooking. And some girl drove from Fort Worth, right? She didn't even tell me she's a dweller until the end of her eating the meal and spending time with us. And she's like, hey, I just want you to know I'm a dweller. I love Tim. I love you guys. And I made you this little chain. And it had a G and a K on it for God's kids. And she's like, I just I drove all the way because I just wanted to hang out with you and let you know I'm really grateful for you guys. So, like, bro, obviously, you're the. this is your podcast, right? We get to produce it. It's dope. It's our podcast. I get it. But, like, Tim Ross is, like, the face of it. But like, I, it's crazy that we get, yeah, we get to feel that, yeah, for sure. And we get to do it with you because I'm like, bro, it's like not even my podcast. Like I work for it, I yeah, produce yeah, it, yeah, yeah, for sure. And you showed up with a little chain that says God's kids. It's and so sweet. It's insane. But it's that's a, community. It's though. a community. Like that's real community. And those are the people that you cater to. Those are the people that you love. Those are the people that you know support you. You know what I mean? That and then and and what we never want to do. And I'm speaking for me when I say we. But what I never want to do and what I never want us to do is to be so distracted by anybody else that we stop talking to our community right now. Once again, um, one of the thing I, I one of the things that I've had to um, slow down to make sure our community understands is that when we wrestle through certain certain issues, we're not one and done on it. It's not like, hey, the this pod we're going to hit this and we're never going to touch it again and we're never going to talk about it again like that's just not the way i problem solve it's not the way that i land and settle on um how i think about a thing in a certain season how i react to a certain thing how i feel about a thing it might take two or three episodes it might take five or six episodes you know to to really for it to be settled in my heart and um just getting, just again, that's an Eastern way of thinking. Yeah. 
It's not the the West the Western philosophy of like we we brought it up, we nailed it, we finalized it, we're out. Like that, that, there's too much nuance and there's yeah. too much there, there, there's too much texture to most things that deal with human beings to be like bang bang figured you out on to the next. That's just not how humans work, right? Like so within ourselves we have incongruities, incongruent incongruent incongruencies that we don't like. I don't know why that word didn't want to form in my brain. <laughs> Maybe those eggs tried to <laughs> mess me up, but I only had four, though. What's the deal? So, um, yeah, so that, I think that's just a very good thing for us to, like, keep in mind and to understand is, like, um, we have a community that supports us, that loves us like that, right? And we love giving back to that community. Like, these sneakers, Bro. these doggone shoe drops. Yeah, dude. I didn't know I that am. many people could comment on, on an Instagram post. <laughs> Fam. I did not know that many people could comment. Did you think there was a limit on it? I was a, I was a little confused. <laughs> Zuckerberg been throwing me for a loop. Hey, fam. But nah. it's insane. The community is insane. 8,000 plus on the... Was that the girls one? On the girls one or the men's? Oh, total. Got you. 8,000 on both? That's wild. That is wild. All right, so let me see this first shoe drop. No, no, no. Juliana, so, so the first shoe drop... Um, that we put out like six days ago, 17,000 people liked it, 11,261 comments. <laughs> That's some real engagement. You're talking about that one. That one, 7,400. 7, Shisha Meyer. So it's over 20,000. No, that's not. No, that's 18,000. Close to 19,000 people in two comments. I guess people really like shoes. You know what? We're not doing a pot on vulnerability anymore. We're doing a this is just a shoe giveaway. We will be doing raffles here yeah, in about yeah. 45 minutes. Welcome so. to the Soul Mint. <laughs> Soul Mint. Come to our fall festival. <laughs> we are giving shoes away. That is so funny. Yeah, we gave these shoes away and people loved them. Like, people, like, for real, real loved them, too. Oh, yeah. They're trying to sneak their way Ju- in. Julie's saying that uh, people have also been DMing. Yes. Hey, hey, shoe hey Juliana, Juliana just held them accountable and was like, yeah, don't stop being in the DMs. She said it don't work. It That's don't not work. how it works. We pull from, where do we pull from, Juliana? From the comments. From the comment section, not the DM. And not because we found out that one of your friends had foot surgery and it never straightened up and you're like, they would just love these shoes. No, not, your story's not going to do it. And Juliana's not accepting your cash apps, your invoices. <laughs> yep. It just won't work. She'll keep the money, she, but it won't It won't budge the boat to help you get the shoes. You know what? Actually, go ahead. Start cash apping Julie right now. We're going to invest it right back into the basement. <laughs> She'd be sitting there like, yeah, I didn't come through. Yeah, I didn't come through. Send it again. Come through. Send it again. And God's going to move. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. But I love I love giving these shoes away. I love. I'm going to tell you, I love I never thought I would love this because because here, here's the thing that's got to be told for everybody to really understand. When we started giving the shoes away, it was a fluke. Those two first shoes, the, they were obviously they were both size nine. They're both size nine for a reason. I made those for me. <laughs> so when I showed the the first pair, Hector, Mister Never Let a Moment Pass, right? <laughs> I didn't even know he got the picture real quick. He was like, "Ooh, yeah, right there, poppy, pop, pop, pop." Ooh, ah, ah, ah. He does all his things, crying in the club, crying all, in the club, all, all, all his all his little sound effects and. 
phrases, right? Bro's a soundboard. Next day, <laughs> Cuban soundboard. And then so he puts up the, and he puts it up and they're like, yo, I love those. I'm a size nine. And I'm like, then I just felt it. I'm like, I'm going to get these away. Yeah. And then the, the Cali to Texas ones, I was like, maybe somebody want, nobody going to want these. Gave them away, and then so then it just turned into a thing, and that, then everybody. But that's the that's the origin story. That's why everybody else was like, "What about my size?" Well, yeah. I wasn't thinking about y'all. Yeah. I bought me two pair of shoes, right. and then gave them away. So now it's it's. But I love doing it though. Like I love designing the girl ones with that top that that pop of teal in it, and and the guy ones those gray. So what I'm gonna do is either you know twice or three times a year, I'm gonna go in there and make some. And go buy all the sizes, and then when they when they actually get here next time, that's when I'll make sure they're all out. That way we can get them all out once a week or however we do it. But well, we can pat ourselves on the back. We have we have a pretty good system going. Thank you so much. Yeah, like, we do. Like we're consistent with the posting. Yeah, we follow through. Oh, absolutely. Because most of the time when people do giveaways, there is a massive like there's a. There's we're trying to hook them nine for something. To, nine to twelve weeks before you actually get it. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't do that. We follow and I, through. Yo, I, and I overnight these things to people. Like, I don't do no crappy, it'll be there in 7 to 11 business days, <laughs> ground. <laughs> nah, fam. Once you box these up, get it over to them. Yeah. Right? Like, you won. You should have the shoes now. Right? So, so, um, and I pay for that. Like, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? I know it's more. They One of the ladies was like, uh, to get this to, I think one of our people were in Kentucky or something. I don't know. Maybe Florida. I, I'm making up states. Let me stop. They were in another state. KFC. And uh, <laughs> Huli was like trying to remember. <laughs> really? So so I just I just know I, I um put in a, a state and she was like, it's going to bring the whole total up to this amount. I was like, did you think I was going to change my mind? Yeah. Get the shoes out. Well, one's going to go FedEx and the other one's going to get them out of here, I said. Spirit Airlines. These people won. Get them out of here. <laughs> I would never put anybody on Spirit. Fam. No, no. I would not. never put anybody on Spirit. If you wind up a guest on this show. Um, <laughs> Back row. And, and if you wind up a guest on this show and you're on Spirit Airlines, you're not going to wind up on our show. You're gonna wind up in the woods. Oh no! <laughs> no, I'm dead. I'm dead serious because it was it wasn't us. Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna be dead. Like don't if they if a person named Funus reaches out Not to Funus. you, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> or Juby. Yeah. Yeah. If you get if you get a uh, a DM from Jubiana, it's not quite us. If you wind up on the facement <laughs> with Glim Ross. It, I'm telling you right now, it ain't us. There's it, someone it, out there named Glenn Ross for real, though. No, I said Glim. Oh, Glim. If your first name's Glim, don't tell us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If your first name's Glim, don't do raise not, your hand. Do, don't comment. You Sneak better out the not. Back. I'm gonna cook you well done. I'm so sorry. I know I'm supposed to love you and probably speak life over you, but I'm gonna cook you before that I Glenn speak hitter. life. Over. So we're not putting them on spirit on the back row by the by the bathrooms. We're no, not doing that. No, no, uh-huh. no, 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 no. All, all I need the, to cancel some uh, invoices. <laughs> all, all, the, all the guests fly first class. Every guest has flown first class. Every single one of them since we started. May I say something? My own dime. Before uh, this was making money. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I want to put that out there. 
Bro. Before this was making, I, I, I need everybody to know I was blessed for this podcast started. I had a Tesla before this podcast started. I was in this house before this podcast started. <laughs> right? So the majority of this money goes back into this podcast because I was already blessed before I got out here. I just need everybody to know that. Like, you know, some people be like, come on, everybody, support. And then go to Patreon and support some more. And then here's a sweater, right? We we give we we want y'all to have merch because again it's part of a community. Mm-hmm. Community has a uniform, not a uniform, but like you wear you you wear certain clothes in a community. Represent, right? You represent you represent the community, and so that's why we putting stuff out there. But I'm not like there's a business side to this, and I'm about my business, but not at the expense of the people. Like I'm not about to buy no people no. How are you going to invite somebody here and then put them on spirit? You don't love them. <laughs> Before that happened, I would stop inviting people. Mm-hmm. So anyway. So just from a from a hood kid to, to another hood kid, yeah. I just know it's it's fun now that the Lord has blessed you like financially because mm-hmm. you get to do these things. Mm-hmm. It's never a, like I guess the flex is like a relational flex. It's like, look what we get to do. It's not yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. trying to flex on people like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, a, in a nasty, ugly way. But like... We do get a fl- everyone comes first class. Yeah. And they'll and we and we even tell them, bring your videographer too if you yeah, want. Yeah, for sure. Get you a nice hotel. Bring your companion, like whoever you want to roll with. Yeah. Bro, for sure. like I've seen it behind the scenes. You're about that life. I am about that life. And it's, it's my I think my favorite ones, because I obviously you bring them in first class. We take care of all the amenities. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing I see you do is when it's the random waitress mm. and you leave a big tip or you ask them personally for their cash app. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, they're having the longest day, especially if like they're in the airport, yeah. the longest day of their life. That's right. Everyone's in a bad mood. That's right. And when you get to do that for them, it, you don't even we don't even know the depth of what that means. Yeah, for sure. And in that moment, you make them feel seen yeah. and heard yeah. and valued. Yeah, for sure. And it's dope, bro. Also, Julie says she has the Monday winners for the shoes. I don't know if you wanted to shout that out. Oh, let's shout them out. Jessica Johnson? Uh-huh. Hold on. What? Yeah, her story is insane. That's Um, awesome. So, Leslie? Uh, I'm sorry, Jessica. Oh, she was a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Well, Julie doesn't have a mic, so no one got any context to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. No, that no, no, that that that's we can pivot easily. I was I was listening, but then I conflated something and then came up with Leslie. So <laughs> her name is Jessica Johnson. Jessica Johnson. Shout out to Jessica Johnson, and she was a lesbian. She she lived a lesbian lifestyle. She came into a relationship with Jesus, and she's not actively in that lifestyle anymore. Jessica Johnson is about to get these bees, these press bees on them feet. Oh, is she the one with the tiny feet? Yeah. She's the one I'm sending the size fives. Yay! <laughs> Jess, I'm sending you them size fives, a little, fam. A little puny hitters. Not the tiny Don't feet. call her feet puny. Forgive me. I'm so sorry, Jessica. Please forgive me. You're a good woman of God. She is a good woman of God. and She doesn't have puny feet. You have great feet. God's feet. 
She doesn't have God's feet either. You have human feet that are created by Christ. <laughs> hey, bro, when the hole's that deep, <laughs> just, lay down in it. just lay down in it. Just, just lay die. down in the hole. Just die. Right? Just because everything you're saying now is not even theologically we, correct. We lost today. Who made your feet? Christ did. No, he didn't. <laughs> Sorry. He might have died for him, but he didn't make them. I'm telling you now. All right. So, Jess, I'm so happy. You're getting them size fives. They come into you. I cannot wait to put them out there. That's going to be so dope. And then um, who's our second? Hyro Cruz. That's a dope name. Oh, Hyro Cruz. His name is Braulio. Raudio? Braulio. 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 See, uh-huh. sí, interesante. That's an interesting name. Como se dice interesting name? Interesante. Nombre, nombre. Yeah. Nombre interesante? Sí, nombre interesante. Okay, Jairo, salute, homie. Braulio, salute, homie. Getting them size 10s. That's what he's getting, huh? See, I, I got the memory, you know what I'm saying? The memory's right there, though. So as soon as we finish this right here, though, come on, Callie. Pew, we're going to put it out. So does this mean that this episode is coming out Thursday? <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's, that's what I'm capping. It's, it's too dated now. Yep. It's, it's coming out. It's a very dated episode. Absolutely. And Hector dated again. Like, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't date it. Juliana dated it. But it needed to be dated because we wanted yeah, to. We it's wanted it's to, more fun this way. Oh, yo, yo, yo. But, 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 okay. Yes, sir. Okay. After this one, I'm going straight to the mailbox, though. Because by the time, I want them to have it by the time this pot comes out. You're wearing them right now. <laughs> and then please do us the favor, uh, Jess and um, Jairo, if you would just put them on. Put them on, take a picture. We, we the community, want to celebrate with you. Like, you got the shoes. Mm-hmm. We want to see you sporting them. Like, I love it. Like, the dude we, we gave the um, first kicks to, Josh. I love that you remember the name. So Josh got his. He took a picture with him on. He looked dope. That, them joints look dope on feet. Ooh. And then um, the Bree, come on, Juliana. You a pastor now. You shepherd. pastoring everybody. A full-blown shepherd. She got roll call on it. She got Bree a, got the other ones. She got a staff. Like she was talking to the homies early in the day or something. So, um... Yeah, like, no, I love doing it. Like, I love being a part of this community and love how it's growing. Hey, we got some exciting news on the horizon. <sighs> we got exciting news on the horizon. Man, we got some exciting news on the horizon. All right, so um, I need y'all to prepare thyself. I need everybody. King James. To, yeah, yeah, I need it. <laughs> Not King James coming It's out. very true. No, but it's very true. I need everybody to prepare thyself because um, we are going to be making a move. I can't give you all the details just yet. We're close to me, me being able to give you all the details, but um, the basement is going to be making a move. And um, uh, I just need you to prepare yourself for that first. That, that's all. I'm just going to leave that right there. I know, I know I just pissed off the whole community. Be like, you just spent 20 minutes talking about the community, and now you just pissed us all off. You just pissed off all the dwellers because the dude just said making a move and now he's going to go on to another topic. But <laughs> basement's going to be making a move. When I have the green light, I'll give you all the details. Um, but we are, we've prayed a lot about this move that we're making. Um, we feel like it's the right move to make. We feel like God has breathed on it, that he's kissed it, and that he's with us. And um, 
I think it's going to be a win for the dwellers. I think it's going to be a win for our our entire community. I think it's going to be a win for um, vulnerability. I think it's going to be a win for um, a lot of people, thousands of people, as a as a as a result. So, um, when I can elaborate, I will. Right now, I'm just telling you, we're going to be making a move. I will let you know how that move is going to affect the community when it's time. But at least it's now on the radar. The basement will be on the move. Well, there's one thing they can know is on Mondays we'll continue the live stream. That's right. But Mon- we are pushing it back to 11 a.m. That's right. That's Just right. Absolutely. Early hitters. Oh, this is, I'm so grateful that this is. Pushing it back? Yeah, because we. Or it, forward. We're pushing it back. It was 12 o'clock. Our lives were at 12 noon. Now it's going back to 11. I'm sorry, my brain just like could not grasp. Are you in uh, California right now? I guess so. Yeah, are you in Well, like it's Pacific happening Standard earlier, time? so it's like in front for my brain. I saw you just go cross that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I just messed your brain up. Time yeah, yeah, is like yeah. a, in a file for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, well, well, Sammy, let's do it this way. Okay. <laughs> in the fall. Yes, sir. We go back. And in the spring, we go forward. So if it's 12 and we go to 11, we went back. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Sam's like, I don't care about your explanation. I like it better my way. I'm in mountain time and I'm going to stay there forever. Um, yeah. So we're going to go from 11 to 1. And uh, That's a good chunk of time for a live stream. That's that gonna is be, a long time. That's going to be really fun. I enjoy it though, mm-hmm. and maybe I should say up. Maybe I should say up to two, like like like. Well, eleven up to one, like two hours is the window that we have, and we're gonna do this every Monday live. Like we're do, we're gonna do every Monday live. Like I'm excited just, about that. We're all just learning how to crochet together. That's what the live streams are. Hey, Amen. I'm gonna have fire sweaters by November. Facts. And the big move Tim's talking about is we're. Um, I'm really excited to share, bro. Um, as a team, collectively, we're moving to Australia, and it's going to be great. And God's going to move. He's trying to speak it into existence. <laughs> speak into the atmosphere. Yeah, it's not happening. But, uh, <laughs> that's not it. That's not the announcement, but it sounded good. It sounded good. But anyway, Julie says she believed it. <laughs> Julie's feet started getting happy. <laughs> She's like, yes. I'm going to go home and pack right I, now. I'm going home. I couldn't wait to tell my parents goodbye. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> mi madre y mi padre. <laughs> Bye. Dude, my parents would be pissed if we moved to Australia. That's so far from them. Because there's a little Mexican parents, you know, they're like, oh, for sure. Even when I told them when, we, when you were taking us on vacation there, they're like, Why? <laughs> Where are you going? Why? That far? For what? I'm like, That's hilarious. They were, they were confused they're, by they're, it. They're like, they wanted to go to San Antonio. They were like, oh, yes. <laughs> Mijo, we go to the Riverwalk. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Then we can drive and be on the ground. Why we got to be in the air for 17 hours? No, I get it. I get it. It makes sense. No, but I'm 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 grateful. I'm grateful that, that uh, I'm grateful we get to do this with you. I know we just took some time to just marinate. But yeah, marinating is good. It's what we do. All right, what are we talking about today? What y'all want to get into? Well, I want to talk about like a, a little bit more on the community aspect of this. Yeah, thing. for sure. Because, dude, like 
we, even with the shoes and everything that we've just talked about, all this is is a byproduct of the community. Point blank. Like this is what happens when you create a community versus a following. True. And it's like they are now inspiration to our creativity yeah. because we want to give back. Yeah, we do. They inspire us to come they up do. with new ways to give back. That's right. And That's it's good. not like we're That's sitting good. here trying to like okie doke someone into giving us more. It's like, no, we want to give you more than you're giving us. Like that's that's our heart in this. We want to bless you guys so badly, and that just gets our creative juices flowing. Yeah, Tim, were you like this in in every aspect of your life? Like obviously, right now in the podcast, that's how you're operating. But were you like that also with Embassy and then like Potter's House and all this stuff? Walk walk me through all that stuff. Yeah, no, that that's this is the way I've always been. Like my my mother, um, used to get like four to six loaves of bread and me and Miles would be at the counter and we'd make triple decker peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Two to a bag. Six slices of bread, right? Not together, but like three for a sandwich, three for a sandwich, two to a bag, roll it up, bang. Three, three, peanut butter, jelly, peanut butter, jelly, peanut butter, jelly. Two to a bag, Roll it up, bam, uh, bam, uh, bam. My mom would rake all of those into a duffel bag, jump on the bus. Get um, she worked downtown L.A. at the Parker Center. She had to pass Skid Row, and she drop off bags to because she got there like five o'clock in the morning, five thirty in the morning. All the homeless people are still asleep. She put it back by every homeless person she wow, saw until the duffel bag was empty. And we'd be saying, Mama, why are we giving, why are we making all these peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? She says, baby, peanut butter and jelly. She said, the, fir- the first thing she said was peanut butter and jelly will stick to your ribs. Mm-hmm. Your stomach will be full. Yeah. That's why I'm asking you to load it up with the peanut butter and the jelly. I don't care if it's smushy and it runs, like make it good and, you know, thick and, and, and juicy. You know what I mean? When that jelly squirt out mm-hmm. the side and all that, she's like, I don't care if it makes mess. We, we're going to put it in the bags anyway. And then um, she said, the reason why we put two in a bag is so they have something to eat when they get up. And if they allocate it right, they're probably going to get enough money to get lunch or have something to get lunch with. But that second sandwich they can have before they go to bed so they don't go to bed on the full belly. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how she was thinking. Hey, dude. Yeah, about giving, like the, the, we talking about, we talking about two, two hardworking parents that got us out of the hood twice. They got us out of the hood twice, <laughs> okay? <laughs> they they got us out of the hood twice because the first time they got us out the hood, uh, we we were there for years, and then by that time the hood had kept creeping out to the suburbs, so it got as gangster as the hood, and then they moved us like sixty six miles away. And was like, I bet you won't catch us again. You know what I mean? So, but I, I've i seen give, and, and then pri- let me go prior to that. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because I now have this vivid memory of my Aunt Carrie um, uh, giving us government peanut butter and government cheese. And l- like huge can of peanut butter. And the, the block of government cheese and like all this stuff that she was just giving us, 
everybody was sharing. Everybody was giving mm-hmm. on their level. Yes. Giving has giving has never been and will never be about money. Yes, dude. And how much, right? There's a whole big um, deal being made right now about Oprah and The Rock uh, asking for donations in Maui. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's reaction to that is, why don't you, why don't you two and ten other billionaires? Just donate a billion each and be done with it. Why are you asking somebody that's, you know what I mean, trying to scrape together enough rent because it went up again in a gentrified community to give to Maui? You you drop. Well, Oprah gave $10 million. Well, she ain't hurting. I'm not, t- I'm not saying give till it hurts. But this is like I've watched all these reaction videos come in, and and it it, it was just off putting mm-hmm. to to watch a billionaire and a multimillionaire ask yeah. a thousandaire right. or a hundredaire right. to give, right? So you every dollar counts, absolutely every. But but if you got more, give more. Yeah, that's just the bottom line. Bottom right? line, and uh, ten million is relative when you have a billion. Now, I'm not saying this is not coming from me. This is coming from the reactions that I saw. So I don't I don't I don't I don't know the the it's one thing to have I, I, to on the surface maybe it does seem a little disingenuous, but I don't know enough details to be able to say there's something surreptitious going on. I don't know I don't know any of that. But but go look up surreptitious though. <laughs> That's a great word. It is a great word. That's what happens. When I have to watch my mouth. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so um <Get> creative. <laughs> no, all those words float around in there. I love those words. So anyway, um, I just think that y- you know, I got taught that at an early age. Yeah. So every stage of my life, this is where I've been, you know. And so um uh, I remember being at Black Eyed Peas with my my best friend Corey, and at the end of the uh meal. I think the I think the meal I think our both of our meals because this is like in 1998 or something. I think the meal came to maybe twenty one dollars, and I said, "What you gonna tip her?" He said, twenty bucks." It's a twenty one dollar bill, mm-hmm. and he said, "I said, what you gonna tip her?" He said, twenty bucks." I said, "I'll match your twenty. And that was that girl's second day at the job. Dang. And she opened that billfold. And that's back then, 1998, you was dealing with cash mostly, right? She opened that billfold and saw those two 20s. Lost it, started crying. Because we paid the $21 and we gave her $40 as a tip. So um, she just cried. And I just, man, that might as well have been heroin in my veins. It's like my pupils dilated. I was like, I want to do this forever. <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? Yes. For me, it was like, I want to be, some people pray for a blessing. I pray to be the blesser. Yes. And not, y'all getting cheat code now. I literally pray to be the blessing. God, make me someone's blessing. Yeah. Well, you ask that question. He has to be able to trust you with a blessing so that you could be his blesser 
Because God ain't dropping a bag of money. He's dropping people (laughs) who have the money, who have the resources. So I want to be in the position where I'm like, oh, you're trying to pay off a house? Say less. Let me me see if I can do it or know somebody that does. Or maybe two or three of us can do it. Need a car? Okay, let's just go get you a car. I want to be that person. I'm not saying I can do that now. That's my mindset, though. But on my level, I'll wear you out on my level. (laughs) I will. Cause I, but I ain't nobody getting my mortgage money. Ain't nobody getting my. So I, when I tell you I got money to give, mm-hmm, I keep me some money to give. Cause I want to be a blessing. Point by period. Could you? I did. This is where I. I was thinking about this yesterday about the generosity aspect. I don't know where it is, like theologically or biblically, but what I've seen in my life is when I've given. I'm. I don't do it because I want to get something out of God and like yeah. get my own blessing, but naturally. Things just go better for me in my life. There's the Bible. Amen. I'll share this one story real quick. Uh, there's the 7-Eleven right by my apartment. Um, the gas attendant lady, uh, I love her, and she's really sweet. And one day I felt the Lord tell me, give her 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like I bought like a candy bar or something. Mm-hmm. I want to almond joy or something. You know, be unhealthy for, for, for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, <laughs> I said, okay, I'll give her 30 bucks. Dude, this this sweet lady just starts crying, and she's like, I need this so bad. I just lost my son and um, I feel like alone. Mm. She wasn't even talking about like I'm hurting for money. She's just like, she just felt loved, seen and heard in that yeah, moment. Yeah. And I would have never known that if I didn't listen to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. So, yeah. and in my life, now that I see with my family and finances and everything, it's like, I feel like I've lived a generous life and God has generously given yeah, for sure. to me. Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's get Bible for it. So this is 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, uh, starting at the 6th verse. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. This is the thing I love about giving. When I give, they don't thank me. They thank God, right? So two things will resort from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem, obviously there's a specific gift that Paul was talking about uh, taking up for uh, Jerusalem, but it applies to every aspect of our life. The Bible does say money answereth all things. Everybody only focuses on the love of money is the root of all evil. Remember, two things can be true. Another place in the Bible says money answereth all things. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, so two good things will result uh, from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met, and they will joyfully express their thanks to God. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. And they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given you. 
thank God for this gift too wonderful for words. That's where it comes from. So give a little seed, get a little seed, get a little harvest. Give a lot of seeds, get a lot of harvest. Right? That's amazing. You could take a cob of corn, pluck off five kernels, put it in the ground, eat the rest. Your belly would be full and you'll get potentially five new stalks of corn to grow for you. Mm -hmm. Or you can say this whole cob is going in the ground. Every kernel I'll eat on the next harvest. Mm. I'm sowing this whole I don't even need it. Yep. Wow. Wow. Or you could say, you know what? I'm going to take half of it, put it in a skillet with some oil, make some popcorn with it, and the whole other half. I'm going to sow the whole, the whole uh, so I'm only keeping half, and I'm sowing half. You could start a popcorn company <laughs> in two harvests. Yeah. Right? So just being able to understand that, the principle of it. The principle of money is is real simple. Like, you don't have to be an economist to do it. Like, it's just, you can just, you can just apply the principle of sowing and reaping. If I sow a little, I'll get a little back. If I sow big, I'll get big, right? And obviously it was, it was they, they were using agricultural language, but the same works for money billionaires establish foundations so they can give money. Why? So they can keep getting it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let it marinate. Because I know some of y'all actually don't think that um, the tithe is for now. Mm. Like, you, you will argue vehemently. Boom. I wanted to make sure y'all had this verse. A feast is made for laughter. This is um, King James Version, Ecclesiastes 10, 19. A feast is made for laughter, and wine maketh merry, but money answereth all things. I want you to have the address for it because some of y'all don't think, you know, everything's in the Bible. It don't say that in the Bible. <laughs> that must be some kind of paraphrase. Psych. And some people get weird about money. They do. They, they start bristling. Oh, no, you're just trying to get somebody's money. Fam, we giving money over here. Me okay. Ooh, I love it. Oh, NLT. <laughs> oh, you just made me so happy. Oh, and if it's culture right now, I, yo, I, again, I got everything memorized in King James, so I don't really know that I've paid attention to this verse in the NLT. This is what Ecclesiastes 10.19 says in the NLT. A party gives laughter. Wine gives happiness, and money gives everything. Dang, dude. It's giving everything. <laughs> yep. Ain't that our little thing that we be saying now? It's giving. It's giving. It's everything. It, it, it's giving demonic vibes. It's, you know what I mean? Not it's, demonic vibes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's giving. It's giving anger. It's 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 giving rock star vibes, right? Yeah. Money gives everything. That is just 
Ecclesiastes came through just now, though. I need to pull it up again because the Bible's so juicy. <gasps> That's so good. A party gives laughter, wine gives happiness, and money gives everything. That's fire. And it says that because it provides solution. Is that, is that what it is? Oh, absolutely. Money answereth all things. Yep. If you have money, you have an answer to yep. everything. Mm-hmm. You don't have an answer to health. You don't have an answer to peace of mind. But everything else can be handled with money. Please. Right? So how would you talk to the person who's struggling to hear this because they've grown up in a world or a mindset um, of money is evil. And I was taught that if I have more than X amount of money, I'm not in God's will. Yeah, so you were taught wrong, bottom line, right? right. There's bad theology. Um, uh, it's usually called a poverty theology, right? Like the poorer you are, the closer you are to God, yeah. right? And they get this from um, some of the teachings that Jesus gave, the poor you have, with you always, blessed be the poor in heart, for they shall see God. Um, and they conflate that with poverty. And, you you know, don't buy nothing expensive, don't be flashy, mm-hmm. be modest, the whole nine. And people actually have, in, have taken that to mean that if I have anything of value, I'm compromising my fidelity to God. Do y'all remember the temple that Solomon built? You know how much gold was in that temple? And and, and God manifested his presence there. He wouldn't have showed up to something. Yeah, dude. Can't believe you wasted this gold on me. You could have gave this to the poor. Well, everything ain't for the poor. Scripture says the poor you will have what you always. You could give, you give, if a billionaire was worth $400 billion, which nobody nobody is worth $400 billion. Elon Musk, I think, clocks in highest at $238 billion, something like this. So uh, I think I'm, I think he's in the 230s. I love Juliana because she's about to fact check for me right now. This is what I love about this team. We, we, we. Oh, so he, so he's at 248. And what did I say? 400. Oh, 400 billion. So, yeah, I, I was right. So, nobody's worth 400 billion, right? Let's say you're worth 400 billion dollars and you're like, I'm giving it to the world so we'll stop all hunger. And we'll stop all poverty and no one will be homeless. You know what happens after your money runs out? Somebody's going to be poor again. They're right back to it. Because you gave them money, but you didn't fix their mentality. What happens to the average lottery winner? They're in a worse place afterwards. Within five years. Yeah. We're talking about multiplied millions of dollars, fam. And within five years, five to seven years, they're back to being broke. Why? Because that money didn't fix that mind. So if your mind is right, Mm-hmm. You can make $37,000 a year and be an extravagant giver. Yep. And feel all types of rich. Yeah. Cuz you'll live within your means, you'll have a budget, you'll be giving at least 10% to the to the kingdom, 
And you're still going to have Absolutely. something left over because you know how you know that whatever state you're in, you know, you know, to be content. Yep. Right. If you get if you go from thirty seven thousand to three hundred and seventy thousand, guess what? You're still going to give 10 percent and you're still going to live within your means and you're going to be you're still going to be a giver. It's not even that you're going to be more extravagant. You just have more to give. So whether I was giving away peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or now I can make a waitress cry because I can pay her rent or I can pay his rent. Whether it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or I just paid your car note, mm-hmm. I'm just happy to be in a position to give. I'm happy that he trusts me. Mm-hmm. That's the mindset. So you get the mindset, then you can have the money. But if you get the money, you don't have the mindset, you're going to be broke again. So you said, uh, because God can trust you. Mm-hmm. So um, God trusts a good steward. Always. Now, uh, could you walk me through the bad steward? I've seen, I've seen sometimes in my life with, with certain people where they're bad stewards of their money mm-hmm. and they spend it on non-essentials mm-hmm. and they're the least giving people. So could you kind of walk me through, like, how do some people get stuck in the bad stewardship mindset and it leads them further from living a generous lifestyle? Yeah, so, so um, the, the stingy people feel like they have to keep everything they get because there's nothing more coming. Okay? So a stingy heart, you can be a multimillionaire with a stingy heart. And though you have a lot, you still feel empty because you haven't given anything. So you got it all, but you're a hermit. You're a hoarder. Mm. People can hoard money like they hoard possessions. I ain't giving you nothing. I remember, I'll never forget, um, I had to take a cab. This is before Uber. So I had to take a cab somewhere. I forgot where I went. But where, whenever we got to where we got, I gave the dude a $50 tip. It was a white man. I said it on purpose, right? I usually would never, I would just say a guy, but it's, it's germane to the story. Like, like you got to know the context of it, right? So it's a white dude. I give him the 50 bucks. He is shocked. That dude is shocked. And do you know what that man told me? That man said to me, he said, this is the first time I've ever experienced a black person that tipped. Now, before <laughs> you feel like this man is, you know, a jerk, he was simply letting me know his experience. Does he have a stereotype about black people? Absolutely he does. What is his stereotype? What is his belief? His belief is all black people are stingy. So he couldn't even say thank you and keep his comment to himself. (laughs) 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 This nigga. (laughs) Because you can be a nigga and not be black. (laughs) You just can't be white and say nigga. I just want to let you know how the rules apply. <laughs> I just need to make sure everybody knows. <laughs> you can be a nigga and not be black, but you can't be white and call somebody a nigga. Don't do it. It's not in your best interest. Tim, you're so original. I've never heard that phrase ever. 
It's the, it's the gospel truth. <laughs> it's the gospel truth. Don't do it. I'm just telling you, don't do it. I don't even care if you sing the songs. Like, skip it. Like, don't do it. Because you might slip up around the wrong black person, and then you're going to get an education that you didn't know you needed. So, but he was he was so taken aback, he had to tell me. And he's, he's talking to the right black man on that day, right? Because I get to educate him. I get to, it's just teach, everything's a teachable moment, right? I, sometimes I'm the student. Sometimes I get to be the teacher. That's just life. In life, you will sometimes be the student. You will sometimes be the teacher. And so I'm just sitting there with him, and he's like, yeah, I've never had a black people, a, a black person tip me before. I, I just, you all usually don't tip. I'm like, interesting, you all? Or just the ones that's been in your cab. Because if you're making this, if what you think is true, give me my 50 back. Right. <laughs> so don't make a, a personal experience you've had a general thought for everybody else. Because if that were true, you wouldn't have $50 in your hand given to you by a black man. Yeah. And if you want to hold that thought, let me hold my 50. Because I don't want to ruin your perception. <laughs> if you want to stay there. Right, if you want to stay there, give me my, my 50 yeah. back. Or let's learn together. Yeah. That's great, dude. That's great. Why do you think this has happened? Oh, that's good. Why don't you think they tipped? Maybe we should get into that, right? And then why do you think I did? Maybe we should get into that. So we wound up having a great conversation before I jumped out of his cab. And it was, uh, it was insightful for me to know what was in his mind. And it was greatly beneficial to him to know what was in mine. And so, but, but if, 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 if you're easily offended, you don't learn. Because once you're offended, you don't listen. And so just teaching people how to, how to navigate tension and navigate other people's thoughts and opinions and their, their, their considerations and, and just being curious about them as opposed to just being like, what did you say? Oh, so you don't think black people tip? Right? Like I'm trying to I'm trying to upset people's world one day at a time. Like everybody thinks upset the world means piss people off. Upset by definition means to turn upside down. When I gave my life to Jesus, my life was literally turned upside down with the message, love, and hope of Jesus Christ. I have spent the last 27, 27 and a half years of my life trying to upset other people's world. I've been upset, now I'm trying to upset others. That's what upset the gram is about. That's what upset the talk is about. That's what upset the book is about. So I'm, I'm, my brain is just, my brain is always looking for what, what stereotype can I bust right now? <laughs> you had him perplexed. Oh, oh I, I be cooking everybody. <laughs> I cook black people, white people, Hispanic people, Asian people. Like, like, like I'm, I'm, I'm here to bust your stereotype. Whatever you think you think about me, 
whatever this hair makes you think about me, whatever, whatever my talk makes you think about me. That that's why that's why we had to navigate all that talking stuff, right? Because uh, you know, I've the where, where I've landed so far. Again, I've spiraled down, and I'm not talking about cussing. I'm, I'm just talking about the way I talk, right? Where I've landed on the talking is if y'all, and when I say y'all, right, if evangelical Christians were were, were readily embraced, um, uh, the Duck Dynasty people with their country selves, then you are gonna have to get this hood talk. Like y'all, y'all wasn't. We want you to speak at our church, but can you kind of? They was his country there. That's their, you know what I'm saying? This is their cadence. This is their talk. This is where they're from. Some of them dudes came to to preach at your church with their camo on. <laughs> bravo! It was on Bravo. <laughs> Right, they were just as happy, happy, joy, joy about that. But then I'ma come with what I wear and the way I talk, and it's like, can you? Uh, is it maybe you can? I ain't gonna say nigga in nobody's pulpit or something like that. You know what I mean? But come on now, let me talk the way I talk. You let them talk the way they talk. Let me talk. They ain't, they ain't code switching when they come over here. They just as country, so I ain't code switching either. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, but you can you can bust a, pump, a bunch of people's stereotype if if you if you're not easily offended. Question: If uh, or scenario, uh, let's say I'm between the age of 25 and 35. Mm-hmm. I'm a single woman. Mm-hmm. I make between 25 grand and 40 grand a year. Mm-hmm. I struggle to keep my money because I spend a little too much. Mm-hmm. What should I be doing? Why they had to be a girl though? I was just, it could be a girl or a boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. uh, you know, I see everything in pictures. Yeah, so either or. I like was just doing finish, I, After you finished painting that, I was like, why Why is she the only one in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about, like, the main audience we have is is right now it's dominantly female, so I just I just picked a girl. Oh, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Know, I know it switches, like, by month. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the dudes be showing up in certain months, and then the other times the girls be like, <laughs> hell no. <Yeah. laughs> um, why'd I do that? I'm old. The lo- <laughs> I'm so old. God, I'm old. I am. It was cute. It was cute. That was really 48 of me. (laughs) That was very, that was in living color 48 of me. That was three snaps in a circle. But you got great skin. You got great skin. So everything's okay. This is the skin you get when your ancestors survive a boat ride. Praise God. I will never get tired of saying that. I'm glad I thought of it. And if you hear it from anybody else, they bid it for me. So anyway, um, (laughs) I, uh. Uh, what I would say for somebody making, uh, oh, ask the question again. What? What? Uh, let's say you're a human being. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's say you're alive. Anything you want. If you breathe and you got feet, uh, <laughs> you're between the age of 25, 35, uh-huh. and you make between 25 grand and 40 grand a year. Yeah. I spend a little too much and I struggle to save. What should I be doing with my finances? This is going to be so simple. And I can't wait till we get Anthony O'Neill on here, because then he'll he'll wreck your life. Um, and until you, and, until you you can get Anthony O'Neill, until we can get Anthony O'Neill here, go to the Neatness Network and consume all the content that they have. Um, but if you're spending too much and you're, and you're not saving, you just need to reverse it. Now, this is a mind. This is a mind. 
set change. This is how it changed for me. Like this is how it changes for anybody. Your mind around money has to change. Mm-hmm. Everything you get, you don't eat. That's good. You don't eat your seed. You sow your seed. So you have to get on a budget. Point blank period. You got to know how much money comes in. You got to have you got to know how much money is going out. Now, if you're not a super detail oriented person, that can line item everything. This is how much I spend on gas. This is how much I spend on food. This is how much I spend on electricity. This is, how, this is how much my mortgage is. This is how much my water is. This is how much my trash bill is. If that's separated. Sometimes we live in a municipality. Uh, Denton has a municipality. Uh, am I saying, yeah, I am saying that right. A municipality. Denton has a <laughs> municipality. And um, my hood cadence is making me run over some of them letters. Uh <laughs> Uh, then has a municipality, and as a result, our water, our electric, and our trash is all in the same bill, right? So I have to look at that bill and see how much was, how much did we use in water this month? And then, obviously, in these summer months, your AC is just going to be working all day, right? So, um, uh, if you can't itemize on that level. Then round due to high numbers, right? I, I make forty four you know, I bring in forty four hundred dollars a month, or I bring in fifty six hundred dollars a month, or I bring in seventy two hundred dollars a month, however whatever you bring in. Um and then just go through your 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 budget and say, Well, if I make seventy two hundred dollars a month and I my bills and all of my responsibilities, my car note, my insurance, all the things is $8,100 a month. You are in the red. Mm-hmm. You're just in the red. Like, like yep. there's nothing to even, <laughs> there's nothing to even talk about. There's no confusion there. There's no confusion there, fam. You are $900 in the red. Which means you got to go find that $900 that's in the red to get it to the black. Mm. This is so basic. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this ain't got to be rocket science, okay? So you got to go figure out why you got that, um, you know, why you got that late model bins at a 13% interest rate. You know what I mean? And you paying $742 a month just to say you in the bins? You better go get yourself a Kia. I'm talking about a small one too. Get yourself the 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 Kia with the with the stock rims, and get that thing down to, you know, get that car note down to two hundred and fifty bucks. I'm using nice round numbers, right? And you know, one hundred and twenty dollars for insurance, right? So that's three seventy. Right, so I've brought you. If that's three seventy, and you was at seven forty two, yep, I got. I saved you three hundred dollars and some change right there. Right, so now we've reduced. You're still in the black though, but now you're only in the black by six hundred. Now I want to know how many subscriptions you got. Do you need Hulu and HBO Max and Paramount? Plus, first of all, what the hell are you watching on? <laughs> that you that you need you you need Paramount? 
They have that much compelling content. Paramount. <laughs> I can see Disney, but Paramount. Listen, I want to see Secret Wars so bad, but I boycotted Disney, so yeah. I can't. I'm not gonna. I ain't gonna see it. Right. I want to see it though. We can get it to you, bootlegged. No, Craigslist hitter. Not happening. Roger that. So, I so go find out. So go find out what all your subscriptions are. And I'm not. You got some. You might have some re- reoccurring subscriptions that are apps that you barely use. If you if you frequent it four time, uh less than four times a month, delete that app. Mm-hmm. You don't even go to it, and it's still sucking you for like nineteen dollars. And you don't you don't think. Maybe you don't think twenty dollars means something. It means something, mm-hmm. especially over twelve months. Right. So Absolutely. We, we talking about two hundred and something dollars. And let's not forget the 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 coffee subscription. If you're getting a coffee a day, it's like thirty plus bucks a month. I, I have a friend that uh, did his budget and found six thousand dollars in Starbucks <laughs> for the year. For the year. Oh my god! Six grand. Wow. <laughs> It don't feel like that when you up there ordering double pump. <laughs> what drink is that one more time? It's called the double pump. <laughs> it's a decaf. That's that's like <laughs> very caffeinated. It's, I was going to say it sounds yeah, very caffeinated. It's this part. <laughs> that's the caffeinated part. <laughs> uh, so like he found $6,000. Just went to Starbucks for the year. Six grand. So there's a lot of stuff that's chipping away at our money. Yep. We live in the richest country in the world. Now, I would say 25 grand at any level is like really, really low. Hey, baby. You good? Okay. How's your day going? Good? Okay. What's up? I love you. So handsome. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, what I would say is go find where you are. And once you get in the black, then you just want to start saving. A lot of people think they can't save. You can save something. Mm-hmm. $10 a year is $120. I mean, $10 a month is $120 a year. I have a little Acorns account. Yeah. Shout out Ashton Kutcher. I did this little Acorns account. Let me see what's in there. Like, I, I think I think I did, like... And the acorns uh, saves all of your change from purchases, right? Or or the that you get back. Oh, man. Something like that. I did something. Let me see. I did something with acorns. <laughs> when did I? I don't. It doesn't tell me when I started it. There's twelve grand in there. Yeah, there's twelve grand in there. Just on change. Uh huh. I I I don't 7.9% increase all time. I haven't had no losses. Yay. I do like I do moderately, moderately aggressive. And I know everybody can't do this, so when I tell you I, I give receipts for everything, right? Yeah. But this is the level I'm at. And this is like I'm not even this is passive, okay? But um, $100 goes in there every Friday. And from the time I started doing it till now, it's 12 grand in there. And you got you have the, it's automatic. 
It, it'll pull from the yeah, bank. It just, it just pulls from the bank. hundred bucks every. So four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars a year. Month. I'm sorry. Four hundred dollars a month. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to figure out where. When does it show me where I started? I don't. Hey, I don't care. Just do something. trying to see where i started day one it doesn't give the date i wish i I wish it gave the date but 9600 is in stocks and then 2400 is in bonds cool so it invests for you yeah it invests like you you put it like where you want it and i'm i'm moderately risky yeah so i can go in there and make it like aggressive and all that kind of stuff. That would mean 100% of it goes to stocks, but I'm moderately aggressive, so 80% goes to stocks and 20% goes to bonds. If I was moderate, it would be 60-40. Moderately conservative would be 60 bonds, 40 stocks. So, yeah. What, what would your advice be to someone who's wanting to get into like actually investing now and don't not talk, just saving? Then don't talk to me. Okay. That's what I would tell you. <laughs> go to an ex- go to an expert. Yeah, go to an expert. Go to an expert. Like, set up a meeting with Merrill Lynch. Set up a meeting with you know your bank. Um, a lot of them have um, investment vehicles for people that want to get into the stock market. Like, do you go- have financial advisors? Yeah, you can get a finance. You can Google a financial advisor. My question would be like, at what level do people need to like or should consider getting a financial advisor? At the level you're at now. Everyone should have a financial advisor. Everybody should have a financial advisor. Yeah. You you got a you, you got a therapist. Yeah. For your mental, you have a dentist for your dental. You have a doctor for your medical. Why would you not have an advisor for your financials? Like, don't make this harder than it needs to be. You like, man. I, I called. I reached out to Warren Buffett, but he was busy. I was trying to get on Diddy's calendar. Well, and some people just disqualify themselves saying like, oh, I only make X amount of money a year. Absolutely. I don't need a financial advisor. Listen, or there, I can't afford one. Rather. There was a dude. This is a bona fide fact. Hold on. The, the story is too compelling for me to try to freestyle it. Uh, let me see. This dude. Let's see. Boom. Uh, um, as reported by Yahoo Finance, Ronald Red was a retired janitor and gas station attendant based in Vermont before his passing in two, uh, 2015. Remembered by those in his community as humble, hardworking, and good, and a good-natured individual, people were shocked to hear his estate was valued at eight million dollars. <laughs> wow! Reed had little had little to no similarities to a stereotypical millionaire. He didn't drive around flashy cars or live in a luxurious mansion. Instead, his story to financial success came from remarkable discipline 
and willpower, which those around him specified further in retrospect. For Reed, it went beyond just keeping a budget. He was fully committed to the frugality lifestyle. Examples included his dedication to driving secondhand cars, chopping his own firewood at the age of 90, and even patching his old coats together with safety pins instead of purchasing a new one. One of his friends speculated Reed was capable of saving 80% of his income any given week. Wise investments. The Wall Street Journal did an analysis of Reed's portfolio after he passed, and they discovered several multi-decade investments that provided remarkable gain over the years. Stocks including P&G, Colgate-Palmolive, and Wells Fargo. For Reed, the strategy of pinpointing companies that were deemed overlooked or undervalued, but keeping faith regardless, showed remarkable volume benefits over the long term. While far less controllable compared to the aforementioned categories, Reed was able to gain much of the fortune he left behind in the latter years of his life, both through the commitment to investments and by working far longer than the average retiree. The combination of living a long life while also not reaching into the temptation of cashing out earlier on investments played a large role in the volume Reed amassed. So, like this thing, I'm not a big stocks guy, but Acorns makes sense to me because I'm a simple dude. Acorns just made sense to me, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. There's 12 grand in there right now. I don't need that 12 grand. It don't even exist to me. It works for you. Well, you're chilling. And it's it pu- working for me. It pulls it from. It's the- working for me. Yeah, it's working for me. I'm gonna always have four hundred extra dollars. Yep. In my account, if it's five weeks in a month, I'll have five hundred extra dollars that goes over there. I, I, it comes out. I don't think about it. I don't have to do anything. So I'm forty set. I'm forty eight. I just turned forty eight. Who knows where that thing will be? Mm-hmm. By the time I'm sixty or something. Yep. But I ain't, I ain't touching it. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with what I'm doing in my life right now. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It doesn't even exist. It's just going. Dude. 12 grand in there. <laughs> I think I started that account last year. I haven't had it that long. So that's what you want to be thinking about. Your whole mindset has to change. But your money, you're supposed to make money, and then you're supposed to go make your money make you money. While you're not working. And majority people would be like, oh, $12,000, that's a Disney vacation. I'm going to take that this year. Like, I'm going to pull that out. Through. I promise you I won't see that thing until I'm... I'll check it again when I'm 70-something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll check it again. Well, you've, and, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying? You've never like, even brought up Acorns around us until we started talking about money on this podcast. And you're like, literally. oh, yeah, I have an Acorns app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let Absolutely. me see what it is. Yeah, it's 12 grand in there. <laughs> yep. But I started with $100. Yep. I literally started that account with a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, bro. so so it don't it doesn't it's discipline. This dude died and had eight milli. Cause he wasn't going to get the flyest sneakers every other week. I gotta have the latest drip. My, the 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 most expensive thing in my wardrobe right now are my shoes. Cause y'all know I I went from a minimalistic life uh, wardrobe that I had for years and I just came out of that and I'm popping colors and all that kind of stuff. But I get all of my, um, I switched over to all Terry Cloth shirts. I get all of my shirts 
um, from either I think one one of the uh, places that has good terry cloth shirts is called Beachwell. So all of those are like like this crew necks, yeah. right? And then um, Todd, Todd Snyder uh, has some nice terry cloth shirts, but the, those are polos. So I got some from Todd Snyder, and then I got some from uh, R- Ralph Lauren has some nice polos, and then um, there was one other place I get I got some terry cloth shirts from. Okay. Those are all. That's all my shirts now, right? It's either long sleeve, short sleeve, with 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 uh, collars like polos, or they're these. Okay, moving on. All of my pants now, I get from Zara, and they're a jogger knit. They look like a slack, but they're jogger material, and I got them all tailored. I went went to chose tailor, and I tailored them because I don't like none of my stuff touching my shoes. Right, so y'all think y'all y'all might think I'm flooding when you see me. I'm not flooding. I want them that high. Like I wear, I cut my britches off, as they say, a little high. Um, and it's good for my aesthetic because I'm five nine. Okay, so everything I do is thought through. Okay, so um, that's the uh, that's that. And then um, so I switched to so I, that's from Zara. Yeah. Right, it's a staple. They're never going away. Yeah, I can rip those things up 500 times. I just go buy another pair, right? The most expensive thing are my shoes. I went from four sneakers to 22. I, and I got a, a pair to color match with anything I put on ever. And they're all Air Max 97s. Because 1997 is a significant year for me. It's the year that I moved from California to Texas. So everything I wear is a 97. That's it. Yeah. It was an investment that I made mm-hmm. in in how I want to look, and it will not change for at least five years. So I made my money off of it. It's one of the things I love about you, dude. You are simple. Are you? You simplize everything. Yeah. It's like these are the shirts. Yep. These are the pants. Yep. These are the shoes. Yeah, absolutely. And you might have the spectrum of color on them. Yep. But they are the same shoe. Same shoe. And I love the simplification of it. Yeah. It's it's so it's. It's again, once you have that mindset around it, so I don't mind treating myself to certain things. Like I've talked about this chain, right? This chain, if I bought it at retail, would cost $18,000. But I found a vendor through a dear friend of mine that was able to get this for me at 2600 bucks. I love this chain. It has black diamonds in it. Yeah. It's it's real nice. Yeah. It's real nice and elegant, right? Because I'm not a bling blingy person. I don't want a, to attract attention. You know what I mean? But I want to. Oh, that's that's subtly delicious. There. Subtle flex, <laughs> right? Subtle flex. It's a little subtle it's flex, right? So 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 again, the there's a mindset you got to have around money, and if you want to keep it, then you you don't have to be cheap. But just know where you're going to spend it, yeah. right? The, the most expensive thing you should have, young ladies, your shoes, your heels. That's where you want to spend your money. But you can get your jeans from Ross. Mm-hmm. If you know how to dress them jokers up, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Right? For a young man, get yourself a nice, nice pair of loafers and 
Spend some money on a quality shoe. You don't want your shoes looking scruffy. That's terrible. But but I wear I wear I go into business meetings with jogger slacks from Zara. Forty eight bucks. Thirty seven fifty. Zara be having some crazy price points. <laughs> and I never wash them. They all go to the dry cleaner. So they stay fresh. That's another thing that I keep your clothes. Mm-hmm. Way more than anything is I do not dry clean. You this, only dry clean. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I only dry clean my, my stuff. I, I do not wash them. Because you'll wear it out. So I dry clean that stuff. Um, the other life hack is uh, when I find a nice shirt, I buy two. Buy two. They'll both last longer. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I could talk about this stuff all day. I'm glad we talked about money today because this morning on my run, I was just thinking about like, What's the purpose of me running and just kind of backtracking all of it, right? Understanding that it's for my well-being. It's because I want to run with my kids one day. I want to live a long and strong life. Yeah. But I was thinking about like anxiety and depression, two of the things that a lot of us struggle with. Yeah. And when I talk to people or I think about my personal life, a lot of the things that are tied to it is where's my health at? What has happened in my past? And how bad of a steward am I with my money? Wow. It's always these three things. And that's like humanity at least in like western culture of like sure. the people i talk to like yeah. a lot of the reasons that you're depressed or you're anxious is of course bad, uh, sad things that have happened in your life yep. and then struggling with your weight yep. and then managing your money terribly yeah it's big facts yep it's big facts fam so yeah i'm i'm uh uh yeah yeah, I didn't know we were going to talk about this. Today. Dude, I'm, I'm just here for the practicality. Yo, yo, it's the life hack, bro. Yes. And listen, this is this is legitimately the conversations that I've had with all the people that I mentor, right? I, I would say that Mike Todd has been the most vocal about our relationship because I it's not a requirement. Like, I'm not asking nobody to make sure you mention my name. I'm the one that I don't do none of that. But but Mike has told this story publicly, so I don't mind it. I don't mind telling it publicly. When when you know when God started blessing Mike, um, God started blessing Mike financially before the church really exploded, right? Because people were already coming to him with book deals and all this kind of stuff. Okay, he wanted to get. He wanted Mike. Mike is a Mike is an extrovert, and so he's a huge personality. So, I mean, he's dropped a ton of weight. He looks great. He's worked out. Um, he is, uh, uh, he dresses really nice and he's a fashionable person. So he's big into fashion. Charles Metcalf is big into fashion. I don't demonize people because they want to wear Louis or, and I don't say he wears Louis, but I'm just saying he's a high fashion guy. Charles Metcalf could have actually gone and worked in Paris as a fashion designer. So these are this is not just some kids that's like I want to wear a Gucci shirt. These people get high fashion, right? And um, and and you get the attention of certain people that know fashion, and they'll listen to you if they know. Oh, you you know where 
how do you know where to get that shirt? Yep. Or how did you know to match that with this? And what do you know about those sneakers? You know what I mean? So, so, so I'm like, um, uh, so, so, so Mike has, when Mike, when God started blessing Mike, Mike wanted to get a certain vehicle. And um, I can't remember what it was. It might have been a, a Mercedes or something. And I said, you don't want to do that right now. And he was like, what? I said, bro, you don't want to, don't do that. Don't do that right now. I said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to give the wrong look. Mm. You just came into this position. I know God's blessed you. Uh, but this church has gone through a transition. They've been under your leadership less than 36 months. And if you roll up in here, it's going you, you're going to send the wrong message. To Mike's credit, Mike said, okay. He was like, I said, bro, I would get your, I said, I would get like, depending on what you like, a Chevy Malibu, started naming all these cars his face was just <laughs> disgusting <laughs> he was dying he's like oh, oh god what that dude wound up getting a black chevy malibu i think it was beige interior that thing looks so nice he kept it so clean because mike everything might do right he he got it everything got to be clean but he rolled up in that malibu and now homie can drive whatever he want right but he submitted to that in that season because he didn't want the wrong optics. But he took the advice. Like, this is what I do, fam. This is what I do. Yeah. So, so, um, and what I don't do, I just point you in a direction. That's why when you ask a question, what should I be thinking about investment? Don't ask me that. But I can tell you, you probably need some. You should at least go try it. Some people go, hey, stocks is not for me. I'd rather get into real estate. Okay, go get a secondary home. And use it as an income property. That's passive income right there. Right? You can be your own landlord. You can be your own tenant. So there's a whole bunch of ways to make money. Um, uh, well, even with that Mike story, dude, that's a that's a level of stewardship people don't think about. That's absolutely correct. Because it wasn't just stewarding money. He had the money. He could easily, it probably wouldn't have hurt him. Yeah. You got to steward your but optics. But you're stewarding your optics, uh -huh. bro. You're stewarding, you're stewarding your optics. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people work, a lot of, a lot of my friends were, very concerned based on some of the um, conversations I have on the pod and the language I use in the pod, they were worried about my optics. Mm -hmm. And what I was letting them know is um, uh, I have been given orders from Jesus Cristo that my optics aren't for the church. Now, because I've been in the church for so long, they're going to, they're going to look at me a certain way and be like, I don't know if Tim should be doing that yeah. or I'm upset Tim should be doing that. But my optics are not for the church. Yeah. And I only speak in churches that understand my assignment. That's good. So yeah. I'm anybody that rescinds their invitation, I'm not taking it. Uh, oh, you you ain't you ain't you ain't about that life. You ain't really my friend. That ain't got nothing to do with it. It's that that means I'm not assigned mm -hmm. to your people. Right. I'm, I'm going for highways, byways, bushes and shrubs. Yeah. Right. Highways, byways, pushers, and straps. We are, we are reaching people in the sex industry. We're reaching atheists. We're reaching agnostics. We're reaching football players and basketball players and baseball players and actors and actresses and musicians and all this type of stuff. We ain't got time for 
Yep. Are you okay with the last pod before I come to your church? And we ain't got to do that. We ain't got to do that. I love the body of Christ and I love the world. I love the world. Do you know why I love the world? For God so loved the world. That doesn't make me worldly, but I do love the world. <laughs> I love the whole world. I don't love I don't love a lot of things in the world. I don't I don't love the 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 actions of the world. I do love the world. Love the world. So um Yeah, that's it. This is a great podcast. This this feels good. What's up, Hansel? You doing all right? You need me? Oh, okay, cool. Um Yeah, it feels like a good place to stop. Yeah. Good. I love you guys. Monday at eleven AM? Mondays eleven to 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 at least two. Well, maximum two. Because we got other stuff to do. But eleven to one, we about to do. Oh my gosh, we about to go ham. <laughs> we about to go ham. It's gonna be it's gonna be such a beautiful thing. Such a beautiful thing. So okay, peeps. Uh I hope y'all have a great day. And until Monday. We just thought to take a little time out to thank the Lord.